Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Park Report podcast interview. This is Roy. Hope you guys are doing okay out there. My guest on this episode is Ray Alder, of course, the singer from Fate's Warning, who you all know. He has a new solo album called Two, which comes out on June 9th. There's a couple of singles out right now. It's great. Uh, I had a chance to speak with Ray about the making of the new record and an update on what's new in Fate's Warning, which is uh, not a whole lot, but you can listen and check it out. Uh, before we get started, I want to let you guys know about something special we're doing. Uh, the Park Report is celebrating its 10th anniversary on June 1st. We're very excited about that. Uh, we've launched a commemorative 10th anniversary t-shirt with special artwork from Dan Goldsworthy, who you know from Haken's Fauna cover and Charlie Griffith's Tiktalica album cover and a bunch of other great uh, metal covers that he does. Uh, he's brilliant. Uh, proceeds from the sale uh, will go to... Casey McPherson from Flying Colors, his charity to Cure Rose, which is something he started a few years ago to uh, help find a cure for his daughter's uh, rare genetic disease. Uh, and we're really trying to support him when we can. So pick up the shirt. The links are on our socials and everywhere else. Uh, and uh, you could check it out and, and get yourself a t-shirt and help support that cause as well. And uh, there'll be more on the anniversary coming up as well. Uh, so you can check out what we're going to be doing soon with that. Uh, also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast where you get your podcasts. Check out parkport.com, all our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, uh, on YouTube. And uh, enjoy my chat with Ray Alder. see you as always and uh you look great you sound uh great on the new record man uh ray alder uh two yeah. um, i want to talk about that comes out on june 9th and uh for singles out this hollow shell which i should tell you was voted uh our uh prog track of the month at the prog report for april nice it was but, yeah genius all right i so, just saw that it was on twitter right i saw yeah yeah we started doing that a few months ago um and it's a good way to sort of recap a bunch of songs coming out every month. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Jethro, and, I heard a lot about the Jethro Tull. Like, everyone's talking about that. I got to get that. Yeah. It just came out in April, right? Yeah, it just came out. You know, it's a, <clears throat> that's a really good record, surprisingly. And a lot of people are uh, sort of saying it sounds like, as, I mean, as close as you can with him being uh, at his age and everything to, yeah. to the classic records, you know, it's, it yeah, has yeah. that vibe, which is really cool. That's amazing. He's still making albums, but dude, that, thank you. That's uh, that, that's awesome. I gotta, I gotta tweet about that now. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we just mentioned that. Um, cool. But look, you've been really busy. Uh, you know, the last solo album, What the Water Wants came out in 2019, mm-hmm. which is, I can't even believe that was four years ago. Yeah. I feel like I was just, tweeting and reporting about that album like last year I, it is really wild amazing. It, it, yeah man time just flies dude and you know ever ever since the whole pandemic thing which is which is just you know it's, it's almost like we lost a couple of years you know yeah that, yeah you lose track I, everything is was that pre-pandemic during that you yeah. just completely well, I remember, forget i remember because i remember the, the pandemic thing was because yeah that was the, the the, what the water once came out and or rather finished writing it because um whatever interesting story that you know there was a couple of songs that were left off the album that were like 70 one of them at least was like 70 percent done 
and um, that's on the new album. It's um, uh, what the hell is it? Time something time. Um, <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. Um, but that song was almost done. But we needed to. I had spoken to Jim, and and we both agreed to do another album, which I was incredibly amazed. I was like, oh, we're gonna do another album. Okay, cool. Because I didn't know if we were gonna do another album. And, uh, you know, Jim's like, okay, well, you know, when are you going to be done with your album? And I said, I'll be done at this, this point, I think. And, okay, then we're going to start on this date. Like, Fuck. Okay. So I had to finish. And everyone was like, well, we need another song. We need another. I said, well, I, I can't do any more songs. I, I, we have to finish this album. So we started writing the, the, um, God damn it, the last page one album. Um, Long oh, uh, Long, yeah, Long Day, Good Night, yeah. And so we, you know, I finished the my solo. I'm sort of writing Long Day, Good Night, and uh, that's when the pandemic hit. Like, so I remember that, uh, and it was a great. It wasn't a great time, but it was, you know, I was able. I was home. You couldn't fucking leave. So I don't know what it was like in America. I think I told you this last time how how bad it was here. The yeah. it's like a police state. You couldn't leave your house. Yeah, I remember. Walk your dog, and that was it. So I was I was stuck in the house, and thank God I had something to do. You know, I was writing and working and working, working and writing and had to go. I, I told you the story. I had to sneak to the studio and record. <laughs> uh, so I remember that very well. Um, the time. But, you know, the, the the lack of touring to me is crazy now. Like I, I miss touring so much, man. Well, I, I wanted to ask about that because you had, you know, you had the Fate Forning album also then in 2020, like you talked about. Then you had uh, A to Z, which you just did. Mm-hmm. uh last year another great record working with mark uh, zonder on that one um and and now you have this new one so you've been really busy mu- you know recording wise for sure yeah uh, but i did another album been... figure of speechless with 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 uh glenn it's a friend from from australia okay. and Derek Sherini and bumble oh right okay that did that album uh yeah and then we wrote this one and yeah just uh, busy yeah but 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 again, touring wise, it's been been rough. Yeah. Right? So you have you know, do you think now with a second out solo record, you might be able to to push for for doing something like that on like this one? To. I would love to, man. I really really would love to. Uh, I just I don't know if there's promoters out there willing to take a chance to get us on the road. You know, I guess we'll have to see how well this one does, and and then we'll we'll take it from there. But yeah, I I really enjoyed. We did the. Prog Power in, in Atlanta, uh, yeah, in Atlanta, um, and that was really fun. That was uh, finally able to play the what the water wanted live and some old engine stuff too. That was cool. But I don't know. Hopefully, you know, maybe Glenn will invite me next year or something. It's a little late now, but yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the we all want to tour. Mike really wants to tour, and, and Tony and Craig, but. You know, uh, Craig is so busy with his band Ignite too. It's it's the same problem we have with Fates. Everyone's in different bands, and it's really hard to get everyone together to to you know at one certain point. And, and to get anybody together for like six weeks is virtually that's the that's the new challenge because everybody's busy recording and trying to keep busy that way. Everybody's in a million projects and yeah, Joey's all over the world like too. Bands, I mean, yeah, Joey's yeah. tons of bands. Bobby's now with with George Strait, you know. And is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's the drummer for George Strait. Is he? Oh, that's cool. If anyone doesn't know, he's one of the largest country music stars in America. 
and he'll play, you know, not even arenas, like freaking stadiums. It's like 35,000 people. Um, and it was like Bobby's dream. Bobby's, uh, he's, um, uh, he loves country music. He always has. He's from Texas. I am too, but I, doesn't, I never listened to it. And that was like his dream to be, maybe not George Strait, but to be like the drummer. And he, and he does side gigs. He used to always, uh, on his weekends when he wasn't with us, he, he plays in a country band. And they, they, you know, they like one of those, you know, they play for money, but they really play for beer, I guess. But he enjoys it. And for him to get that gig was, you know, it's like his dream. And now Georgia doesn't do like normal tours. He just throws one off shows here and there. Right. He'll, he'll announce a few. So but he's a big, huge country you know, star. Like, that's yeah, a yeah. big, big country like, star. Like giant. Yeah, he's like yeah. the, I don't know. I was trying to think of someone famous and I can't think. Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> Taylor Swift. I, I, like, I he's mean, like the Taylor it's, Swift it's, of country. Put it that. Yeah, way. I was gonna say it's like a Bruce Springsteen level type yeah. of, you know, for country. Yeah. And it's funny that now, you know, it's it's really hard for Bobby to get away. Joey's like, yeah, let's go. Mike is like, let's do it. And J- even Jim, who's not the biggest fan of touring, is like, you know, yeah, let's, let's tour. Bobby and Bobby's like, oh, I can't get away, you know. So that's the hardest part so but next year is the 40th anniversary of of the band so we're hoping we can get something together wow that's pretty wild too yeah 40 years so we're hoping we can put something together we're talking about it um so we'll see let's talk about the new the new album a little bit um simply titled two or Mm -hmm. i i the way the way it's written you know yeah. Um, you know, it, also the cover is very understated. Uh, you know, is that your approach to this album that it's more of just a sort of let the music speak? It's a straightforward kind of more metal record. Is that is that the idea behind exactly. calling it two yeah. and all that? That's exactly it. I've, I've never really been a fan of super busy album covers anyway. Uh, the first, uh, what the water wants is like you know again very minimalistic and i really like that it's just my thing um you would notice by seeing my my bookshelf of shit behind me but i normally don't like i'm very minimalistic in my in my way my old house in la was just you know i i had the necessary furniture that was it nothing on the wall right. need to be there and i've always just been that way um, but once you get married, things change, I guess. So the idea with this was, you know, the, um, I've told this story already a few times, is the, the record company, we said, well, you know, what are you going to call it? You know, you want to call it one of the names of the songs. And I said, I don't want to do that. I did that on the last album, and, and that all the focus went to that song. And, and I don't want to focus on just one song in this album. And none of the, none of the lyrics really tie into each other there's no recurring theme it's just they're just different stories or whatever um and so i I was trying to think of a a title that would encompass everything it just nothing came to me and i said you know i'm just going to call it two the album title is not going to sell records it's not going to not sell records um and an album cover doesn't sell albums i mean maybe i know i just don't think they do so I just I'm gonna go the simple route and let the music speak for itself, and that's that's you know if people I don't know I don't know, maybe see the album cover and go oh, I don't want to buy that album cover sucks and, and, yeah. and don't listen to it. You know? yeah. 
I think there's uh, only when it's really terrible, right? There's there's been some really terrible album covers over time, but yeah, of course, uh, some that are super busy, you know, hand painted this and that or something else. I mean, there's some really great ones too. Sure, but it's not gonna make me buy an album. I don't know if it would anybody else, but I did tell somebody before that that because uh, I was telling the story, albums covers don't sell albums, but I I did actually. And it's a true story, and I'll tell it again. Is I, the reason one of the first albums I ever bought because of the cover? Actually, the only reason I ever bought an album because of the cover was Armored Saints EP. And the, the very first EP, I was a kid, and I was like in the record store, and I bought that. And I just looked. I was like, "This is rad. It's just black and red." And this has nothing to do with my new album cover. I swear. <laughs> but this is black and red Armored Saint logo, and you turn it over, and they're in black and white, and then you know John Bush was like. You know, I was like, fuck yeah. I bought that EP that day. And I, yeah, there you go. You had said on the the last record that you wanted to be a little less heavy, try some new things, but a bit more diverse. And that yeah. and that this one, you wanted to get back to being a little bit heavier. I think that definitely hits with right away with the first single. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah talk about, about approaching the, I mean, the direction for the music. You, 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 you hit the nail on the head. The first one is, like, I think what I wanted to do was sort of separate myself or distance myself from 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 fate's warning and just show that i'm capable of of doing other things you know um i think the first one was like a, i don't know the word i think of as musical but it, that doesn't really make any sense because everything is musical it, it just wasn't that heavy songs were different um uh they were kind of mellow and just kind of just Maybe it was more about the melody than 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 anything else. Um, I just kind of wanted to, yeah, distance myself and do something totally different than what Fates would do. And I mean, my roots are in are in heavy metal. I mean, it's just that's just a fact. Sure. I grew up listening to, to hard rock. I mean, I listened to everything else, but uh, you know, I, I just that's those are my roots. And with this album, I, I knew I, I just wanted, you know, longer songs to get back to my roots. And at this point, I don't think it really matters if if it, it comes across as sort of like Fate's Warning. That wasn't the goal at all. But, I you know, since I've been in Fate's, I, I've always loved the long songs. But this, that goes with any band, you know, like Rush, anybody, I mean, anyone. The long songs to me are great. There's so many different moving parts, yeah. different melodies that come across, you know, and it'll take you from one from one area to the next, you know, um, it's like telling a story and like there's a beginning, a middle and the end kind of thing. And that's what I wanted to do with this one. And I knew I wanted it to be heavier, um, uh, and just darker, that sort of low, uh, detuned, uh, dark kind of sound. And Mike has this like crazy, amazing ability that he uses all of his effects and everything to, to create this like, beautiful atmosphere you know and for me that was it was um it was perfect i it just drew to mind different lyrics darker lyrics you know lyrics of uh stories of revenge uh of of guilt of whatever i mean and, and again i have to explain to everybody it's, it's it's fiction it's just sure <laughs> you know it's just whatever like you know um <clears throat> but uh that's what I wanted on this record. I just wanted to get back to the roots, heavier, longer songs, and uh, deeper, darker kind of lyrics. So uh. yeah, I, I think it comes across. I mean, you, you have the same, 
Is it exactly the same lineup as the last album yeah. with uh, Mike yeah. Abdo and, and Tony Hernandez? Yeah. So, so how do you, um, you know, was first of all, was the plan to always do a follow-up record, and was it was it just delayed because of the pandemic, or or you just it's sat funny. around and said, hey, I feel like doing another one. Let me get the guys back back on. It's a funny story. Sorry, I'm chewing ice because I ran out of water. Um, it's it's funny because uh, I don't know what I had done. I can't remember. I'm getting old, so my memory's going. But... <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? Um, I done what did i do i don't remember what i did last night it was a fates album something else i don't know so one day i was just going to myself and i says uh self you should do another album i said oh yeah okay this is me talking to myself so i'm gonna do another album and i said i should probably email uh tomas from from inside out and see if he wants to do another email and i swear to god not the next fucking day he sent me an email and he says, hey, how's it going? You know, um, you know, uh, do you want to do another solo? Album? How do you <laughs> feel about doing another solo? Album? I swear to God, dude, it That's was amazing. True story. And I was like, I said in the email, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, you have a camera in my house or something? I don't understand. <laughs> <clears throat> and I said, yeah, I would love to. I was just thinking about it. Like, OK, perfect. Let's do it. And the contract was always for two albums so um it was just a matter of you know starting up again and that was great um so i don't know that was it was it that is, is a contract for two albums so i don't know what's going to happen now i don't know maybe we'll see if they want to do another one or something but i had a lot of fun working on this album it took a long time because i i think i started and then i started doing the a through z thing and and i did a couple of other little things in between and uh, you know, I kind of it kind of went on the back burner, which is kind of a pain in the ass. But uh, was this uh, one of those things where you, um, you know, just you're you're doing file sharing and and working back and forth that way? Exactly. I guess? Yeah, it's kind of the way it's been now for the last twenty years, so or more. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's just you know, uh, basically Mike and Tony would send me demos, and then I worked from there, and um, you know, and. Before I'd have to go to the studio, I have a home studio now that I record and everything at home now, which is great. It's kind of a pain because I have different hours um, that I have to work because it's an apartment, but I, it's all soundproofed and you can see all my stuff around. <laughs> right. But uh, but it's better than having to you know go to a, a, a studio and stand there for ten hours because you're paying money to get your money's worth. Honey. When you're singing uh, for the tracks, uh, you know, in, at your house like that. Or, uh, you know, what, what, when do you like to do it? Is it late at night? Is it like at 2 a.m.? When, when do you like to record vocals? I would like to. I, I would like to sing later at night, you know, and, and but it's, it's impossible here. I stop at 8 o'clock. I can't go in mm. past 8 o'clock. So it's more like earlier, starting earlier and ending earlier. You know, it's, it's not like in the studio where you can be there at 3 o'clock in the morning and go until the engineer is burned out. But it's fine, you know. Um, I, I I have a life, you know. I do things in the day, and I and I have my evenings. But uh, but it's it's really what I love about it is when I'm writing now, um, I'll have a melody, um, and I'll as I'm going now. What I used to do is write just kind of bullshit melodies, um, 
and then come back and I do the entire song with just words that just came out of my mouth and then I would write the lyrics and now <clears throat> what I uh, kind of I guess perfected it in my mind is the as I'm writing the melody I'll come up with the lyrics so I'm writing the lyrics and the melody at the same time and to me that makes so much more sense and it may take a, a tiny bit longer but maybe not but my problem is always lyrics um I get so uh, self-conscious about my lyrics and, and it it really doesn't make any sense because, um, uh, how do I put it? You know, like some people can just write songs and it's just bullshit. You know, just yeah. the lyrics don't make any sense at all. I want to try to make sense out of the story of what I'm saying, um, whether people get it or not. But to me, it, it kind of has to make sense in my mind. And... I had this conversation conversation with Matthias before, and I said, "Why don't I just write a song? It's just fucking bullshit, you know. Just throw out a bunch of words, like some other bands do. I'm not going to mention who, but some other bands just they just write words because it sounds good. You never know what they're talking about." And he's like, "You could, but how would you feel about it?" I said, "I feel terrible." So, right. and it takes me a long time to write lyrics. So anyway, now, uh, um. I just I just did something with Matthias actually. We just finished an album, an entire album together. So that you'll hear more about that later. Um it's not Fate's Warning, but Matthias and I are working. Uh, we wrote ten songs already, so it's done. It's finished. Cool. Um so what what's great about it, I'll I'll end this soon, Roy, sorry, is that now that I'm recording from home. I know exactly how I want it to sound. I know which delay I want to use. I know which compressor. I know which reverb. Everything, I, I, I work on that, and then I get it together, put it all together. And I don't have to go to a studio now. I don't demo things and then go to right. a studio. Um, there's been so many times, man, with past Fate Warning stuff, um, and even my, my first solo album, which I did in the studio, that I record something <clears throat> here in the demo, and then I can never reproduce it in the studio like i've lost yeah. that what that one certain word sounded perfect in the demo or this this line was emoted perfectly and i just can't reproduce it in the studio and i swear to god dude i think of, i can't off the top of my head which but it's happened so many times so now what i do is i record everything and i leave it like it's done if i need to fix it i can fix it here but i don't need to go to the studio and reproduce everything from from zero to 100 again and I love that. I love that uh, I have that um, that time, the ability to be able to do that now. But I'm, I'm my own engineer, which is, I'm the worst engineer because it takes me forever to do anything. <laughs> I, I couldn't even figure out freaking Zoom or anything. But, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I'm, uh, that's just how it is now. And I'm used to doing my own thing now. I just, it's, I'm kind of used to working alone. But uh, I do it's miss... It's got to make things easier to some degree. I mean... It is. It, it, to be comfortable, it can make a lot of difference. It is. It, for me, it is. And again, I have my own time. I'm I'm not in a hurry. I don't, I yeah. don't the studio for two weeks and I have to be done in two weeks. No, I, I you know, I'm, I'm fine here. Oh, hell, I'll go make a sandwich and okay, you know, do whatever. But oh, yeah, I like the, I like working from home now. I really do. It's, it's, uh, it's right. I wish I had better hours. It, so the, I have to tell you the song that's blown me away from the first listen is uh waiting for some sun yeah which cool. uh just really i mean i was like 
you know, you listen at first kind of in passing while you're doing stuff and like, you know, whatever and all. And you're just like your ears perk up. You're like, whoa, what? that's a good song. Like, what's going on there? You know, which I really, really like it. I had this idea. Did you ever see Prince of Darkness? Are you a fan, a movie fan, a horror movie fan at all? Mm-mm, no, not, no. not some. Not really. I don't know that one. <clears throat> OK, it's Prince of Darkness. It's old. It's from the 80s. Mm. And uh, there was a scene in the movie. Uh, I mean, you can look it up later if you want. It's probably on YouTube. And th- basically, it's the devil's son is coming out to grab the devil to bring him back. I think it's Stephen 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 Carpenter. I don't remember. But there's a scene in the movie where th- there's like someone's in your head as you're dreaming, and it's a voice like a radio, like we're coming from the year one nine nine nine, and it's the camera's panning around to this doorway and in the doorway is this figure which is like you know, lights coming behind him and it's a silhouette and i was like fuck i want waiting for some sun to be like that i want that look in the video so it's sort of like that sort of mysterious you don't really see you'll see us now and then but it's a lot a lot of silhouettes with lights from behind sort of a spooky kind of look and i don't know i just felt like that song kind of needed something like that when it says you know like uh crawling around in the darkness kind of thing like uh so anyway there you go well i that think video is going to come out so we'll see yeah well actually i was going to say i think the video um will probably be out by the time this i air this interview um but talk about what that song is about um and how it how it came together well it's sort of like um again fiction but it, uh, the way i saw it the music was heavy and just kind of melancholy in a weird way and I love that. I love the idea. I told Mike before he wrote the song, I said, I, my idea is to have the chorus in the beginning of the song and then it comes back in later on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I see what you mean. I said, but different, but it's the chorus quieter and then the heavier course okay yeah perfect perfect and he fucking did it perfectly and that's exactly what it is that's what i love about that in the beginning this is a chorus but it's quiet and then the second chorus is bigger the third chorus is bigger and the fourth chorus is the biggest so there's i think the fourth chorus probably has i don't know eight or nine voices and we actually had dagna uh i still know her as dagna barrera but dagna celicia playing bass she played bass for us in um uh, Prague Power, and she used to play okay. World Dane and, and uh, Ghost Ship Octavia. So I gave her a call and I said, can you do some background vocals for this thing? And she did it. She did one take and sent it in. So at the very end of the song, the high high is, is okay. it's actually a female. I gotta re-listen for that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so um, and basically the lyrics are just kind of sort of uh, maybe someone who's uh, uh left someone behind or something and so it's it's like a guilt it's basically it's somebody who's drowning in their own guilt and that's pretty much what it is um uh you know living your life full of regret i guess is kind of what it is it's a great Dark. song man one of my favorites uh <laughs> one of my favorites of the year so for far. You. and uh no it's great i think it's uh it's awesome i can't wait for everybody to hear that one um well, I, yeah, man, I, I let's just let people know about the album again. Uh, Ray Alder 2, uh, June 9th, um, This Hollow Shell, which is which is d- just doing well. First single came out. 
uh, and um, Waiting for Some Sun. Uh, another great track to check out. I think the album is awesome. I think Fates fans will definitely latch on to this one again. So. What's the status with the band? Um, you know, I know you guys have said that was the last album. But are, are we still at that point right now with it? Are you guys and and sadly, yeah, pretty much still at that point right now. But um, like I said, Jim and I just did something together, and and we're talking now again. You know, hopefully put something together for the 40th anniversary i think that would be that would be amazing uh if we can get everyone together to yeah get, get be the band awesome. back together man you know let's do a do a couple of shows that'd be awesome yeah uh well listen man congrats on the new record and uh, and keeping busy and putting out music after music it's awesome thank you uh you thank still you sound much. killer and Thanks, um always what i do you, man yeah that's right all right <laughs> man i'll see you soon all right dude take care thanks roy bye man bye man Thanks to Ray for the interview. Don't forget his new album, Two, comes out on June 9th. A couple of singles out now. You can check him out online. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials where you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, we're going to close with a bit of the latest single, Waiting for Some Sun. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks. <laughs>